The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Poderotica podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Allie. And I'm Lindsay. And this is episode three of season seven. We have gotten steamy sex in both <laughs> chapters, and I want to make this... That's uh, just amazing for a sex oh podcast. Oh, my gosh. Who'd have thought? No. I wanna <laughs> make, We've had quite the dry spell. I want to make this a hat trick. Isn't that what yeah. you call it? Yeah. Or a turkey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you are yeah. so sporty. Wow. You are Mr. Athletic over Bowling here. Bowling and hockey. <laughs> Mr. Athleisure over here. <laughs> I'm about to make a uh, billiards reference. It's like the most Midwestern sports <laughs> things to yeah. say, too. Do you, do you have a cornhole reference you can make? <laughs> <laughs> I want a third bag in that hole. <laughs> Ooh. Well, we've got a couple of quick updates uh, mm. before we get in. The first is last week we were part of something called The Geek Show, which is a group in Chicago versus the universe hosts this um, every couple months, and they just hosted a Harry Potter edition. So we were um, uh, there with Eric from MuggleCast and a couple other uh, amazing acts. There was um, a comedian and just all kind of Harry Potter-centric, and so it was super exciting to be there. And It was so fun. Yeah, it was a riot. It was, he was a great host, too. He asked great questions. He was really fun. We had some Potterotics there. This is where, and so we'll have posted this by now, but the great cock handoff happened. We did, mm-hmm. yeah. It, so Paige handed off to Katie, and we'll find out where it goes next. Stephanie's playing air traffic control. She is. I know. I keep, I keep, she keeps emailing about it and I'm like pawing it off to her. I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's got that on lockdown. She's our freaking hero. <laughs> I know. I love you, Stephanie. But one of the questions that they asked us there was if you could ship anybody with a Harry Potter character, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a crossover. And not why. They didn't, have, they didn't care why. <laughs> Just who would it be? Yeah. Although we, I feel there's like we all sort of gave There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. So we had said. They're very diverse answers. Lindsay, you said Ron Lana. Yes, I said Alana from Broad City and Ron because I just feel like she would just like really shake things up for him. Mm-hmm. And then L. Yeah, I said uh, Luna and Nick from Handmaid's Tale because Guy deserves some fun, some light in his life. I think Luna would be just a breath of fresh air. And Danny, he picked the ship name. Nick Na. <laughs> Nick Na. I said. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Na. And I said it should be Lunatic. I, way <laughs> infinitely better. I mean, in Danny's defense, there's no T in their name. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I like still, the lunatic is Allie sees rules and she breaks all. I break all of them. <laughs> and then I said Draco Thin, Draco and Jonathan and Ness from great. Queer Eye. Um, but then we got a couple <laughs> great responses on our Instagram. Draco and Daenerys. Oh, yeah. good. So I said I, I commented on that and said they should be called the Parents of Dragons. Parents of Dragons. <laughs> I love it. Um, Fox Mulder and Luna Lovegood. So like a little X-Files. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Triple X-Files. Triple X-Files. Ooh. That was pretty good. Zach Efron and Hermione. Zamione. Oh, because oh, Zach's such a hottie. Oh, my gosh. Like High School Zach Musical with her, starring Hermione. And- I feel like Hermione would hate a musical. Yeah. So we got it'd a few. It'd be so, so uncomfortable. <laughs> She'd be like. Please, I have to study. <laughs> Get down from the bleachers. Those are not safe. Um, so anyway, so go check them out on our Instagram. I will yeah. read all 30 replies. You know, if we would let him, he would. Oh, you God, know I, I know. <laughs> we have like a cattle prod that we're like keeping you in check. Uh, okay, so that was one of three. What else do we got? Our writing competition, writing contest that, of course, I don't know any of the official dates of. What's the official... So it's due August 21st. So we're doing our Grindle Door 
uh, fic for season eight. <laughs> Grindle dong is Grindle the only dong. I know. <laughs> Grindle dong. Um, which it'll basically be a Grindle dong. Sure. So. But uh, August 21st is when all submissions are due. We posted official rules on our social media pages. But in summary, it's basically 20 to 30,000 words. We want consent. Everyone is of age. Nothing illegal happening. We want people to be respectful of each other in the story. And then um, we want some steamy sex happening within the first 4,000 words. So Basically all the Potteratica rules, yeah. you know? Fun, yeah. sexy, safe. Yes. Oh, that's simple. I like oh. that. Distill oh. that message down. And, <laughs> and I do want to say here, because like the very prospect of writing a story like this that isn't read gives me so much anxiety that we can't read everybody's stories. Right. Yeah. So what I will say <laughs> is we are only going to read one. However... This podcast is going to last a very long time, and we're going to need to revisit these characters. <laughs> and two, we're going to promote the shit out of these stories because we're so yeah. excited. So we want to give everybody who is feeling a little lackluster about the scenes in Fantastic Beasts, wondering, <laughs> where is that sex? Yeah. We want to give them an outlet. And yes. so we're going to promote this big time. Right. Even if we don't read your story, we will be promoting your story. Yeah. So there's no losers in this game. Just one extra winner. <laughs> <laughs> We want to prove, um, we want to basically put JK to the test and show her that, yeah, these two were a hot and heavy item. So, yeah, take that. Mm -hmm. Which this is a slight segue, speaking of writing a story for the podcast, because our third thing we wanted to talk to you guys about is that there is an article that I think will be out by the time this airs. Should be, yeah. It should be um, on Vice, where our lovely friend Laura had the best idea to she didn't just want to interview us and figure out about, you know, Potterotica. She wanted to try to write erotic Harry Potter fan fiction for the first time oh herself. God, so so she interviewed a lot of Potterotics. She interviewed us. She, like, asked us about some of her story ideas, and we did a little brainstorm. But she then wrote a 12,000-word yeah. piece that she is going to share and we're going to share. And actually, we decided after season seven we would... Read it. Yeah, we're going to read it for season seven. So before we take a you know a little hiatus before season eight, we are going to read the. It'll be a four part quickie. I feel like writing fic must be like a little art and a little science. But she really put the science in this mm-hmm. by understanding what makes a great story. What are the words to yeah. use and not to use? Rachel, who um, was the founder of the pen, fifteen is mightier, yeah. was really helpful in like baiting it. And so this is like a a proven concept. And oh so, yeah, the premise is hysterical. So, so we were part we of that initial brainstorm. So uh, and it's short oh. enough that you could read it and listen and enjoy it in both yeah, ways. Yeah, absolutely, totally. Yeah, I'm so excited to oh, it's gonna read be her whole like experience with it. I've it's been so I've been dying to read this story because <laughs> I just think it's going to be hysterical. So, yay! Um, but we already have a great story, right? That we're currently reading. Sure are. So. Should we dip into the pensive yeah. and then dive into the story? Yeah. Dip into the pensive, dip, dip into the story. Okay. What we do best. <laughs> One of your dips. You know, that's not my strength. Okay. Unlike my Scottish accent, <laughs> which is Irish apparently, and sometimes Australian. Apparently you sounded like the mascot from Lucky Charms. <laughs> was the, was the <laughs> exactly. Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happened last episode? So uh, Lavender Brown and Parvati Patil are long-distance lovers. Mm-hmm. Lavender's in Australia and Parvati is going back to Hogwarts. And turns out there is a hottie in her class that she... has got her eye on her. Got her eye on her, yeah. Morag. Morag, who apparently is an actual Harry Potter character that <laughs> no one remembers. And she's uh, Scottish and Thai. Danny did a brilliant non-Scottish accent last episode. It was I just it was, a wee one. I thought it was very was Scottish, great. but apparently it's not. Morag McDougal. <laughs> McDougal. Thanks. 
And so they decided that they're going to explore things and go on a date together. Just as, as friends. friends. Just as friends, but Morg's got a little crush. And then... It's just friend sex. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, things are heating up with Ginny and Luna, and it is Luna's birthday, and they decide to celebrate it in the Room of Requirement. Which is where we left off. Yeah, like they were, there were confessions of feelings. Harry, like, lettered in his approval. We don't think he actually read the letter. We think he skimmed the letter and had, I had no idea what it said. Um, he's tolling around Prague on a Segway uh, by his alias, Perry Hatter. And uh, Ginny and Luna are having some sexy time in the room of requirement. Birthday yeah. sex. So that's where we left off. Anything Let's find out what happens next. Where is Harry? What tour is he on now? <laughs> I just want to follow. I want to follow along on his like travel blog just to I, see what he's up to. We should oh make gosh, a travel blog. What would blog. his travel blog be called? We have to figure that went out. Went to later. that castle. Went to a church. I think it was a church. Globe, globe Potter. <laughs> That's what globe Potting. Globe Trotter. Oh yeah, Globe, right, globe, globe Potter. Potter. Globe oh, yeah. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> you are Lindsay I'm is shaking. convulsing with creativity. <laughs> <laughs> redemption. Um, She's got a redemption. Uh, okay, well, we'll we'll post about that. Let's do it. <laughs> you should take your clothes off, Luna said, rolling off the bed and quickly removing the rest of her clothes. It is still going. Oh. Wow, who she edited this chapter to know that they were mid-coitus? <laughs> Allie. (laughs) Sure did. Ginny wasted no time getting off the bed and tossing off her own clothes until she was standing entirely naked on the opposite side of Luna, who was equally naked. Because all we've had, sorry, just to clarify, Ginny gave oral. Yeah, she gave oral. (laughs) I said Ginny got a roll. And I was like, are we still doing picnic terms? (laughs) Hot dog, wet humping, and Ginny got a roll. What did Ginny eat before this, (laughs) besides Luna? Ginny had a croissant. (laughs) (laughs) Ginny's eyes looked up and down Luna's body. She certainly looked nice as far as Ginny was concerned. Lay down, Luna asked. Sure, Ginny said, launching her body backwards onto the big bed. <laughs> I picture her just being a swan dive. <laughs> Five little monkeys <laughs> jumping on the bed. Luna climbed. What was the game you play on a um, crack the egg on a trampoline? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, one person would get like this and you'd all jump. You'd all jump until, until they like can't until hold they, on anymore. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> until they I've never done that. off and die. <laughs> Um, we used to have to sign permission slips from like friends' parents who had. We had trampoline. a trampoline, and my dad had neighborhood kids sign the petitions or petitions. What's it called? <laughs> permission slips. Yeah, yeah. Waivers. Sign the petition for our trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Waivers. I was always like, Dad. Oh no! I thought it was like I was like, that's so lame. We have it to sign so those. He, my dad. I was, would bring my own waiver if I went right now <laughs> on a trampoline. I'd be like, say no. Here's Just a so waiver. You know. <laughs> we done like a safety sign. inspection on this. <laughs> My dad said he was either going to get, it was either the waivers or he would get like the gates on the side of the trampoline. And I was like, I'll be laughed out of this town. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, no. <laughs> oh, I like those when people had basketball mats inside. Yeah, that's cool. Those are cool. But like you didn't really want. No. Bumpers. No. Not ultimately. Yeah. Trampoline bumpers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a trampoline crib. Luna climbed onto the bed and immediately crawled between Ginny's legs that were spread wide open. Okay, so Ginny launched her body back in a full. <laughs> Girlfriend's ready. Luna lay on top of Ginny, kissing her while Ginny's pelvis thrust for want of friction down below. Ginny moved her foot behind Luna's back, urging her to move her body closer. Y'all know I already can't picture what's happening. <laughs> She's just like, instead of doing like an ushering motion with her hands, she did, she it, with did it with her, her legs. So oh, she yeah, basically yeah. like hooked her foot behind Around her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, gotcha. Get over here. <laughs> it's like when someone pulls a bad comic off stage, but like she's yeah. playing. Okay. 
Instead, Luna drifted down Jenny's torso, planting kisses down her freckles and her small breasts. She quickly crossed Jenny's belly and found the hot flesh between her thighs. Luna's lips drifted down, and she spread Jenny open to plant a kiss right on her clit. You're welcome. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No apologies needed there. (laughs) Mm, Do that again, Jenny requested. Luna kissed her clit again, this time a little harder. Mm. Mm, Ginny moaned, a little higher this time. Ginny had expected Luna to follow her lead, but instead placed her whole mouth over Ginny's clit and began to almost... (laughs) Like a Hoover vacuum. And began to large mouth bass her. (laughs) And began to almost make out with it like a mouth. It felt incredible. Oh, damn, Ginny said, licking her lips in excitement as her best friend proved to herself to be enormously adept at oral sex. (laughs) <laughs> Luna began to suck directly on Jenny's clit. Well, in all fairness, Jenny's only point of reference is Harry, and I cannot imagine really? Harry being good at oral sex. I can't imagine him giving it. No. Definitely more a receiver than giver. Yeah. Harry sucked on it before. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, Harry hey. sucked on it before, nope. but never quite like this. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you were replacing Harry with Luna. Oh. Harry himself. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> Be <Luna>? Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the boy who Formerly known as Not Harry. Not the boy who licked. Not the Perry Hatter that we all know now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew a Harry Potter once. Now all I know. <laughs> Luna was very focused and was using her lips and tongue in unison, almost sucking it like a cock. Ginny could feel her own wetness dripping to her arse. Luna was leading her to one hell of an orgasm with her hands clutched to Ginny's freckled thighs and her head lightly bobbing. It's probably not just Ginny's own wetness. It's probably Luna's salivations as well. I mean, she's she's fully open mouth right now. She's going with it. She hasn't even swallowed yet. (laughs) (laughs) Ginny's breathing sped up. Tension pulled at her groin and she could feel her entire sense of being elevate. And then it happened as she cried out Luna's name and let out a deep moan. She arched her back as she clenched her body, unable to handle the rushing ecstasy that moved through her body. Ugh, Ginny moaned, feeling her thighs. We should have Danny do all the orgasm noises. Uh. Uh. Mm. Uh. I don't want that to be my thing. Uh. Black lost her orgasm squeals. Uh. Uh. I'm stuck in the well still. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Oh, Ginny moaned, feeling her thighs shaking in Luna's hands before her body relaxed. Twice more, she shuddered while Luna sucked on her clit before she nudged Luna off and she came up her body to kiss her again. Jenny could taste herself on Luna's mouth but didn't mind at all. I think I love you, Luna, <gasps> Jenny said softly, still Whoa. full of euphoria. I love you too, Jenny, Luna said, and they fell asleep together. Happy birthday indeed, <laughs> Truly. Have you ever seen the uh, that gif of SpongeBob licking? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what That's I pictured just happened. That's entirely what just happened. I'm going to post this. Okay. I wish that, that's all that was going in my head right now. I was thinking there was much more like. <laughs> I wish this was like a flashback to our Luke the Magician wait, wait. season where no, we it's had this one. It's SpongeBob eating ice cream. Oh, 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 oh ah, God. ah! I wish this was a flashback to our Luke the Magician season where we had like a soundtrack playing because I, I literally want birthday sex playing in the background. <laughs> Do you want to ride <gasps> out? Oh, Danny. oh, oh, Danny! Oh, that's horrible. Did I ruin it for you? What's oh Why my god? I will never unsee in that between the ice cream. Exactly. I will oh. never unsee that. Sorry, you guys. When they woke, it was past midnight, and there was much panicking as they got dressed and creeped their way back to their dormitories. Before Luna went up to Ravenclaw Tower, they shared one more kiss before parting. Ginny dreaded the fact that they would have to part like this every night until school was over. Once she was back in the Gryffindor dorm, she composed another letter to Harry. Oh God! The first thing you think. <laughs> 
tell Harry about this? <laughs> she told him in brief that she and Luna celebrated Luna's birthday alone in the room of requirement and that they had fallen asleep together, hoping Harry would piece it together. Never no, hope No, that, Harry... that is not going to happen. We need a lot more context than that. <laughs> Ginny ended with a final message, encouraging him to not be afraid to find love elsewhere. Let's open ourselves up to love, shall we, dear? I'm finding it deeply satisfying. Love, Ginny. XOXO. Doot, 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 doot. Things to do in Berlin when you're bored. Yes, Oh, Harry. my God. Oh, God. Harry would have recognized that voice anywhere. When he heard it, he wasn't surprised to turn around and see the blonde-haired young man sitting at the bar of the Berlin pub he was seated in, enjoying a beer. Harry smiled, then stood up and walked over to him. Neville, Harry said, touching the man on the shoulder. Oh, does Neville have <gasps> highlights? Man. Neville frosted his chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, Harry Potter, Neville said, grinning from ear to ear. Shh. Did you guys both co Yes. <laughs> yes. That is the yes. third thing we've oh, done in exact Oh, my God. Oh, wow. What are you doing here, Neville? Harry asked, patting Neville's shoulder. I could say the same to you, Neville replied. Harry sighed. It's a long story. I don't think I should talk about it around muggles, Harry said, glancing around. Shall we get a booth, Neville said, hopping off his stool. They walked to a slightly less busy corner of the pub and sat down across from each other. So, where's Ginny? Neville asked, taking a sip of his beer. Hogwarts, of course, Harry said. Right, so you're what, on holiday? Neville asked. How much do you know about what happened to me? Harry asked. Neville frowned and sighed. I've heard a lot of things. I prefer to go with what my eyes and my own experiences told me. I know about the Horcruxes. I know Voldemort tried to kill you, but he couldn't. I know you had me kill that snake. And then Voldemort, well, he died for good, Neville said. Why? It's an odd summary. Why is Neville acting like he wasn't there? Like you were at the final battle at Hogwarts, Neville. Like you were actually a pretty crucial piece. You each know that you were there. <laughs> so what do you surmise from all that, Harry asked. Listen, Harry, I'm not Albus Dumbledore. I'm not brilliant or anything like that, but I know there's something there and I know the things I've heard. There's a rumor that you were another Horcrux, Neville gulped. It's, tr it's true, Harry said. Neville looked sad and shook his head. Blimey, mate. I can't imagine what you must have gone through, Neville said. I never really thought about it. I only knew right before it was gone. Though I guess I can look back, but that's why I've been traveling. <laughs> I just wanted to know who I am without any of him inside of me, Harry said. And have you figured it out? Neville asked. Harry shook his head. The trouble is that I realize we're all figuring out who we are all the time. Everywhere I go, I'm looking for answers, but all the questions just want me to go back home, Harry said. Then why don't you go home? Neville asked. Ginny's at school anyway. We barely see each other. Hermione's at school too. Ron is busy with work. I don't think it would be right. I'd be bored and restless. I can be bored here just as well as anywhere else, Harry said. Are you bored? Should I leave? Neville asked, starting to stand up with a <laughs> grin on his face. Harry laughed and shook his head. Don't be a tosser. Just sit down and I'll get us some more beers. That was like such a deep moment. Like, have you figured it out yet? You know, like, yeah. why don't you go home, Harry? And he's like, nope, let's drink a beer. Right. He's acting like... They were having such a fun convo. Neville was probably trying to like politely be like, I should, I'll leave you alone. This is, is kind of heavy I, for me. You're trying to find yourself. I didn't sign up for this in my Berlin trip. Stay. I think Harry just wants to find out where he got his highlights done. So he's like, Harry trying didn't, to around. backpack through Europe. Yeah, Harry didn't ask a single question of Neville. Like, hey, what are you doing here? He said, what do you remember about me? Yeah. Of course. He probably thinks What's he asked your favorite part about me? And what was the scariest <laughs> thing that happened to you during the Battle of Hogwarts to me? <laughs> to me. <laughs> What's your best memory of that time about me or me? <laughs> the two men had a great deal to catch up on, memories to recall and moments that were unseen to each other now being revealed. Oh, this is nice, isn't it? Just sitting here and being mates. Talking about me. You were always <laughs> a difficult bloke to get alone, Neville said. 
Do you want me alone? Harry replied with Ooh. a grin. Whoa. Whoa, Harry. Did Harry even get this note yet about the open relationship policy? <laughs> Harry just threw his Harry. dick down on the table. Harry did. Neville coughed and looked embarrassed. I, uh, I just meant to say, you were almost always with Ron and Hermione, Neville said, turning red. Yeah, I was, Harry said, suddenly realizing how much he missed his best friend. <laughs> his mind is already off. I feel like <laughs> Harry doesn't even know the impact of what he just said. <laughs> Yeah, oh. about that sexual innuendo. I miss Next. my besties. <laughs> Anyhow, this is nice, Neville said. It is. Say, do you want to get out of here? Harry said. <laughs> wow. Okay, you guys, so I forward. I want to read a, a, a story where, I mean, it's already sort of happening, where Harry just is all innuendos but does not realize it. It's like, who's <laughs> on first? You know what yeah, I mean? And right. he's just so like, good. do you want to get out of here? And the other person's trying to like read him. And he's like, yeah, back to your place. And then he like, sw- you know, like it's all <laughs> innuendos. <laughs> Like, hey, are you top or bottom? And then he like opens the door and there's a bunk yeah, bed. Yeah, a bunk bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's essentially, do you guys remember Amelia Bedelia? Yes. He's, I he want an Amelia Bedelia Harry Potter story where he takes it all literally. I, now that I have this new platform, I think it's time that I announce that I am very passionate about a, an Amelia Bedelia live remake. That what they should like make the movie. Who do you think should be Amelia? I mean, this isn't going to be popular, so I'm open to suggestions. But like Anne Hathaway. I mean, um, I know that's right, but... She sucks. <laughs> yeah, she would be good. I know that's what I'm just saying. I feel so. like someone a little bit I think more to be nondescript. A little sillier. What about um? What about one of the redheads? What about Isla Fisher? She'd be a fun. She could be a great Amelia. Fun. Wait, I, think I just great. want Amelia yeah. Bedelia to be a little kookier. Yeah, kooky. Okay. Okay, Isla Fisher. It is great. <laughs> just kidding, Danny. I'll allow it. Anne Hathaway. Would, I mean, she's the choice. Yeah. Maybe not the best choice. Yeah. She's good though. Yeah. That's a good start. Say, do you want to get out of here, Harry said. I might be a little tipsy, mate, but sure, Neville said. I'm a little tipsy, I mean, but I could consent still. (laughs) (laughs) They paid their tabs and exited into the cool Berlin late winter air. I was planning on checking out the Brandenburg Gate. Would you care to join me, Harry asked. Daylight's fading, Neville said. There's light at night, Neville. (laughs) I've heard it's something to behold, Harry replied. Oh, all right. Have you ever heard of stars? (laughs) Have you heard of our wands and the lumos? I just pictured <laughs> Neville like looking off into the horizon and wind is whipping his blonde hair and he goes, <laughs> daylight's fading. <laughs> He's like very one with nature. <gasps> Take my hand, Harry said. Neville did as requested and they circled around into an alley. What are we doing, Neville said, seeming nervous. <laughs> I miss reading your cues, <laughs> Harry, Harry said. <laughs> Harry says, Take my hand and Neville goes to reach and Harry hands him like a hand of cards. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a jack and a yeah. four. Take <laughs> my hand. Pair of aces. Grab my deck. <laughs> Grab my deck. Uh, operating, of course, Harry said. There we his- go, another one. It is. So oh, just holding hands. Oh, my God, Harry. Pulling his wand out of his jacket and looking around to make sure no muggles were in view. Harry, are you sure that's... Neville started as Harry whisked them away to a spot closer to the gate. A good idea. Neville finished on the other side. No, but we've done it now, I suppose. <laughs> Carrie said, again, looking around and seeing no eyes on them for the moment. A man came around the corner, smiling at them and saying something in German that Harry could only sort of make out. He thought he and Neville were lovers. Wonder what he said, Neville muttered. You don't want to know, Harry said, patting his friend on the arm. What does that mean? <laughs> Neville asked as they exited the second alleyway. He said, Wiener Schnitzel and Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Back into the hustle and bustle of Berlin. The gate was still a bit more of a walk, but Harry didn't mind with Neville there. After so long on his own with only strangers to converse with, it was nice to have a familiar face around. There was value in having people who knew you around. 
the Brandenburg Gate was indeed beautiful at night. Harry still didn't fully understand its history, but knew enough that for muggles it stood for unity and peace. Standing beneath it, its mighty columns seemed much larger than Harry had thought they would in the pictures. Although Harry's been on the Segway tour six <laughs> times and actually led three of them, he's, he still doesn't understand <laughs> the robust history of the gate. <laughs> that's, that's off tour. They don't get all the way over <laughs> oh, that's there. That's true, that's true. That's something else, isn't it? Can you imagine, Harry? Muggles build this stuff without magic, Neville said, sounding impressed. We all make do with the skills that we have, Harry said. <laughs> Translation, muggles ain't shit. <laughs> they walked around the gate for a while. Harry kept finding an urge to hold Neville's hand. It was a funny thing. Harry wondered if he was just starved for affection after all this time, or if it was something more. Having taken in the gate's beauty, they decided to explore Berlin at night a little further. They finally ended up wandering into another pub, where they sat down at a small table, eager to give their legs a rest. What a night this has been, Neville said with a chuckle. <laughs> Is it over? Am I keeping you up too late? Harry asked. Harry's so flirty. It's a late night program I wanted to catch, so you're, <laughs> you're welcome to join me. <laughs> oh, no, no. I just meant, I don't know. I keep expecting you to run off, Neville said. Nah, I'm having a nice time, Neville. Relax, mate, Harry said. Neville smiled and looked around the pub, his face turning from a smile to a look of confusion. Do you notice something, Harry? Neville asked. Oh, my God. Are they in a gay bar? Please. Oh, God. Harry I looked around the pub but didn't see anything that jumped out at him as out of the ordinary. No, Harry said. <gasps> Neville scoffed, then leaned in and said, there's only blokes in here. It's like the yes, scene I from, it. it's like the scene from, uh, what movie is that? Where it's the guy from American Pie and the scene is they walk into a bar and all of a sudden he noticed, he looks around the bar and notices it's a gay bar. It's like no. a slow motion scene. No. Is it in American Pie? No, it's not in American <clears throat> Pie. Jason Biggs? It's, no, it's Stifler. I did not know Stifler had a career after American Pie. <laughs> Allie has followed it. I have to look it up. My friend Chris, every bar that we're in, whenever they play Whitney Houston, he goes, ah, it's a gay bar. <laughs> I was like, no, Chris, we're at Walgreens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's in the, it is, it's an American Wedding. So one of the oh. other ones where he, uh, and he's having a dance off and it, he realizes after the dance off that he's at a gay bar. <laughs> oh. That's uh, what's happening. Kooky Stifler, Neville, and Harry. <laughs> I heard a threesome. <laughs> Harry looked again and realized that Neville was right. That would be a great crossover. That would be. Funny that it slipped past him. It feels like, I feel like they described Neville as having hair like Stifler, like spiky and blonde. <laughs> Truly. Oh, huh. Well, cheers to them, Harry said, and he and Neville clinked their glasses together. Do you ever think you could, I mean, I've thought about it. I mean, Neville trailed off looking nervous. I don't know, Harry said, not knowing how to answer the question. <laughs> At first I read that as not knowing the question. No. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know what you asked, but I'm just going to let that sit there. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I, I think I could, if I'm being honest with myself, Neville admitted, his face red. Cheers, mate, Harry said, giving him an affectionate rub on the shoulder. <sighs> so many crossed wires here, yeah. poor Neville. Harry looked around. He saw two blokes leaning over a table whispering to each other in a language he didn't recognize, but it definitely wasn't English or German. All right, guys, just uh, FYI, if you hear the smooth sound of rain beating down on our podcast, <laughs> it is because we are in the middle of a rainstorm while we're recording all of a sudden. So uh, I, I told you guys we shouldn't re record it outside. <laughs> yeah. It's too unpredictable. Under a tin roof. <laughs> it is very loud to us, and so if you can hear it, we're sorry, but we can't turn off the rain. Can't help it. But it, just let it set the mood for the mm. sweet times of Harry and Neville's confusion. Neville, I must let you know that I'm pretty wet. What do you mean, Harry? Sexually? <laughs> no, I was standing in the rain a minute ago. <laughs> Neville's going to lose it. <laughs> he saw two blokes leaning over a table, whispering to each other in a language he didn't recognize, but it definitely wasn't English or German. 
Suddenly they kissed and Harry held his breath. It was slow but brief at the same time, deep, tender, and fleeting. It was beautiful. Harry found himself licking his lips before he finally exhaled and turned back to Neville, who he realized was also turning away at the same time. Suddenly, eye contact became hard and Harry looked down at the table. That wasn't the only thing. (laughs) Harry said, I'm hard. Also, the cheese that they had ordered that's left at the table. (laughs) So, where are you staying? I'm in a wizard inn, Neville said. Do you think a wizard inn is like a gross (laughs) daisy? <laughs> like a cheap ass motel. It's like the whiz in is like the oh, date. The, um, oh. What is it? A super eight, a super nine and three quarters. Do you think <laughs> now we have to do hotel? <laughs> do you think that they have the pool like in the center? You know, like how they have it indoors oh, yes. in the center. Like at the embassy oh. suites. Yeah, like all they have the rooms, all are the rooms overlooking. overlooking it. Yes, for oh. sure. You get to your room from the outside. That's a motel. Yeah. So we used to stay in when I was a kid. <sighs> Uh, I'm in a muggle hotel. It's rather nice, actually. You should come check it out. Hot tub, pop bubbly. Is there muggle telly, Neville asked? There's muggle everything. And the bed, mate. It's a lot better than Hogwarts. I'll tell you that, Harry said. Oh, wow. Neville's heart wouldn't stop pounding. This was all like something out of a dream. He pondered the chances of even bumping into Harry Potter in a place like Berlin, let alone having Harry Potter drag him back to his hotel room. Granted, if this really were one of his dreams, they would be on the bed and snogging each other's brains out already. But otherwise, it wasn't half bad as far as fantasies went. Do you think this is why he got blood highlights? Like, he thought that this is, like, Big the chip. new Neville on yeah. bottom. Oh, my gosh. Fresh on the scene. <laughs> Neville just saw, what was the Queer Eye spinoff? Mad Eye? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Mad Eye for the... Queer Guy. Mad Eye for the Wizard For the Wizard guy. Eye, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wizard Guy. Mad Eye for the Wizard Guy gave Neville his highlight. Here's what I'll tell you to do. Frost those tips. Give yourself some dimension. <laughs> Take those robes and French tuck it. <laughs> Balagay those locks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Harry tossed his jacket in a chair, then fell back on the bed of his hotel room with a thud. Neville also slipped off his jacket but declined to join Harry, no matter how much he wanted to. All that walking and booze may be tired, Harry said. Is there any tea, Neville said, looking around? Yeah, Harry said, and got up from the bed, walking over to a countertop. Neville watched in curiosity as Harry made tea with a muggle contraption. It seemed noisy but fast. The tea available seemed sort of weak, but it helped them both perk up before finally sitting together in Harry's bed despite Neville's initial fears. I just can imagine how awkward this silence is. Oh, my gosh. And they're just, like, sitting straight up, shoulder to shoulder. Staring at the teapot, waiting for it to boil. I love that there's a teapot, but there's no chairs in this whole room. on the bed. It's a hotel. (laughs) So, have you heard from Ginny recently, Neville asked? Oh, wow. Uh, Neville, don't wow. worry. Wow, we're down. Great convo. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah, pretty Al- much. Almost every week. She's been dating Luna, actually, Harry said. Oh, he is picking up what she's laying down. And Neville nearly spit his tea before setting the cup down on the nightstand for safety. Dating Luna? Wait, you broke up? Neville said. Nah, I just didn't think it was fair to ask her to only be with me while I was gone, Harry said. <laughs> So it's just her then. You can't see anyone else, Neville asked. I could. She's hinted that she wants me to, but I don't know. It's not like I just can't shag strangers or anything like that. I think I need to know someone and care about them. I haven't even seen anyone I knew this entire time. Well, before you at least, Harry said, adding a grin for that last part. Neville laughed. Man, that sounds like something else. It never even occurred to me that two people could agree to do something like that. I think it sounds brilliant, Neville said. Harry made a quick nod and looked away. 
Neville studied Harry's face, his eyes traced over his full lips, his green eyes and glasses, and his scar up to the messiness of his black hair. Merlin, he was more gorgeous than ever, Neville thought. Whatever was a bisexual bloke like himself to do? So, uh, <laughs> I love that. It's just a presenting question. <laughs> Whatever is a, what's a bisexual bloke like me to do? What's a bisexual do? bloke to do? <laughs> so, uh, Harry, there was something I wanted to tell you. I almost did at the bar earlier, Neville said. Oh, what's that? Harry asked, turning to face Neville again. I'm sorry. Now I can't picture this as the part where the five Mad-Eye and his crew are watching from a television as Neville has his big moment at the very end. And they're like, like, he didn't wear the shirt we wanted, but he's going to do it. He, like, made the tea wrong. Anthony's Uh. like, God. Um, one did, move. Jonathan is like, oh, I told him to do put some pomade in that <laughs> hair. Uh, so messy. I actually now want it to be Mad-Eye and all the five that are real. Like no other Harry Potter character is just Mad-Eye and the actual <laughs> muggle. I'm going to make the update because we've sure been talking is, about it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his one. He's just the consent guy. Yeah. Design. <laughs> also, you know how like they always go to like, you know, they're like in Georgia right Design, now. Like some fashion, small town. Food. That they're always like vigilant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Danny. She wasn't gonna I stop. Stop. <laughs> Neither was I, to be fair. Uh, no, you guys were just. St- you guys. I wish you could have seen this too. It was a locked eyes locked. Whose bit would win? <laughs> My God, a bit battle. Vigilance. <laughs> okay. What Sorry, Danny. Go ahead. Just, you know, how they're always like in like a small town in Georgia and yeah. they're like, you know, can you believe just how small town it is? Like with this, they'd be like in the wizarding world, they're like, oh my God, could you believe that, you know, this <laughs> yeah, works like this? Discovering it. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, they're like trying on everyone's robes. Can like, you uh-huh. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe all they have Flick is. and swishing, like shit starting on fire. <laughs> Jonathan with magic. All they have is Earl Grey in the hotel room. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Harry, there's something I wanted to tell you. I almost did at the bar earlier, Neville said. Oh, what's that? Harry asked, turning to face Neville again. Yeah, I'm I'm bisexual, Neville said, feeling himself shaking with the fear of Harry's reaction. No, they're all screaming and clapping. Didn't they make out already? No. They witnessed two people make out. Oh, I thought they made out. And both of them were like, we want that. Oh, I'll wow. have what they're wow. having. Okay, I misread that. I misunderstood that. Oh, well, cheers, Harry said, smiling at Neville. Cheers. Do you want to kick me out of your hotel room now, Neville asked. Why would I want to do that? Harry asked, furrowing his brow. I don't know. Not everyone approves. I mean, not that I've told many people, but I wanted to tell you, Neville said. Fair enough, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Ginny's by too then, Neville said. Yeah, she actually told me back in sixth year. She already had a crush on Luna, Harry said. Oh, that's so cute. Wow, I never knew. I wonder who else at Hogwarts wasn't straight, Neville said. I heard rumors from time to time. Remus, yeah. Sirius, <laughs> How much Dean, time do you have, Neville? Seamus, Lavender, <laughs> Body. <laughs> Draco the sometimes. The, the rest of the chapter is just a list of character names. <laughs> I guess I did a good job of keeping it under wraps. I already got bullied bad enough, Neville said. Well, after the bravery you showed, I don't think anyone will be messing with you again, Harry said with a grin. Neville nervously laughed. Hopefully I look better than I did that night. I put on some weight again, but I prefer this look, Neville said, rubbing the roundness of his belly that was still a far cry from his earlier years of Hogwarts. You always looked great, Harry said, then looked away, suddenly embarrassed. Cheers, Neville said. Neville, when you asked me earlier if I could be with a man, I've thought about it. I I think I could be with anyone if I cared enough about them and trusted them, Harry said. See, that's how I feel, Neville said. Being Harry Potter has always meant people not liking me for me, but for the idea of me, the chosen one, Harry said. I never saw you as the chosen one. You were just Harry to me, Neville said, making Harry smile. 
Neville realized that at some point they had moved closer towards each other. Neville wasn't sure if he had moved closer if it was Harry. Perhaps it was both of them. Perhaps it was the house bringing them closer (laughs) together. Season six. (laughs) For whatever it's worth, I always thought you were grand, Harry replied, definitely moving his face closer. Thanks, Neville said, and quickly pressed his lips (gasps) into Harry's for one sweet moment and pulled away in shock. (gasps) Oh, I'm I'm sorry. So sorry, Neville said, standing up from the bed in a panic. What are you apologizing for, mate? It was nice, Harry said, standing up as Neville continued to back up to the wall in front of the bed. By the way, remember the hotel bed is likely... Uh, Plughorn. Plughorn. Yeah. Everybody's here. Gang's all here. <laughs> it's time. Mrs. Potts. Ron and Pansy are next to her trying to get the hell out of their hotel room. <laughs> was it? Are you sure? I didn't mean... Merlin, I just tried to kiss Harry Potter, Neville said. No, no, no. You just tried to kiss Perry Harry Potter. Potter. Feeling the color draining out of his face, Harry slowly approached Neville, looking serious. Neville was shaking from head to toe. It's fine, Neville, really, Harry said, standing in front of him and stroking his pale cheek with his dark fingertips. I don't know what came over me. Your face was just so close, Neville said, and Harry pressed his lips into Neville's, enveloping him in heaven. Oh, wow. Harry moved his body closer, placing his hands on Neville's face, his groin inches away from Neville's. Hormones were rushing through Neville's body, making him warm, hard, and ready for whatever might happen next. Wand to wand. Aw. Harry moaned as their lips continued to slide together. Neville, sorry, I said that so weird because I was thinking of a joke. <laughs> My brain. Slide together. Harry moaned as their lips. Have you ever done that when you're reading and you're still trying to read the words that your brain is working on You're trying to think of something else, yeah. I was thinking of like what do you call two wizards playing basketball? Wand on wand. You know, obviously I was trying to read at the same time. <laughs> um... New Year, ew me. Sports. <laughs> it's still, it's still going. Still going. Sandwich These between sports two, references. Uh, sandwich between two athletes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you intimidated, Alan? I'm very intimidated, you guys. Uh, Harry moaned as their lips continued to slide together. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing the, like, aneurysm I had with their lips slide together. Just seized. Uh, Neville wanted to tell Harry that he had never done this before. He thought maybe he should have, but there wasn't an appropriate moment. Harry moved a hand down the side of Neville's body, firmly wrapping around his shape until he arrived at Neville's hip, curving his hand around to clutch the side of his arse. Merlin, Harry. Neville gasped as Harry placed his mouth on the side of Neville's neck and sucked, making Neville's entire body jerk. I hope he gives him a hickey. A little lightning bolt hickey? (gasps) When's the last time you... Hickeys were just a thing we did to, like, show that we had done something like no one, ownership right no one enjoyed the experience of getting a hickey no it was like a for show thing for yeah. sure now i picture it the other way where harry's like neville want to play a game of pickup and he's like basketball right now and he's like no you're ours uh, yeah, <laughs> now he's flipped and he's like i can't <laughs> what ball should we use these balls <laughs> i was you got me all spun around <laughs> is this really happening neville asked wondering if this really was a very nice dream seems like it Assuming you want it to, Harry said softly in Neville's ear. Consent. I do. Consent. Mad Eye comes out of the closet. closet. No, the door swings and he's wearing a robe but hung to the closet door. (laughs) (laughs) Consent. I do. I've just never done this before. Any of this. I've never snogged anyone or you know before, Neville admitted. Harry was his first kiss, you guys. That's so cute. Well, I've never been with a bloke before, so it's basically new to me too, Harry said. Neville wanted to tell Harry how he felt right at that very moment, but how the hell was he supposed to drop the fact that he had been in love with Harry since they were 11 on him right now? Can I touch you, Neville? Harry asked. 
his hand sliding over to Neville's groin. Oh, please, Neville begged as <laughs> Harry cupped Neville's hard sex, rubbing him with a palm through his jeans. Their mouths pressed together as Harry vigorously rubbed Neville's cock through his trousers, <laughs> giving him denim burn. <laughs> I know. I'm just picturing, like, the worst chafing. <laughs> Neville felt ready to do something, but he wasn't sure what. All of him felt alive. Want me to suck you off, Harry asked. <laughs> okay. Now Harry, the one time Harry straightforward. Neville's cock twitched, and he stammered, yes, please. End of chapter. Ooh. Whoa. You have gotten blue balled, folks. Wow. Blue jean, blue balls. Blue jean, blue balls. That's a great episode title. Blue jean balls. Yeah. Blue jean balls. Yeah. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you once up or down? down? I feel like we haven't sung that in a really long time. Whoa. Do I get the honors? Where does your wand lie? Danny, you start. My wand's up. That was great. <laughs> I think, um, you know, the, the two of them are like so fumbly as humans. They're like, this is how fumbly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so. Another sports reference, fumble. I would say I would say that this <laughs> wow. was a, three for three, a home run in my playbook. <laughs> so, s- strike. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's all I have. Strike while the corn dog. Yep. I think that's great. And then because of we a actually corn dog reference? No, just food. No. We've <laughs> Susan, please cut that. <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> uh, let's go get a corn dog. Um, and then also, you know, it's interesting because we haven't had a character who's been like, I'm bisexual. I think yeah, we've had characters yeah. who. What's a bisexual bloke to do? We haven't had someone explicitly identify yeah, right, yeah. as bisexual. So, but like, that's got to be hella hard that if you are interested in both sexes that you can't really do it until you come out. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, like that come out experience for Neville I think was handled lovely. Thank you, Pom de Plume. That was great. Yeah. To continue with Danny's baseball references, I love that we had a third base and a second base in the story. So Woo! feeling good. My wand is up. Oh my God, I totally forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a mouth to vagina. Clint. Yeah. Vagina. Uh, some vagina action. So I'm feeling good. I'm into it. I can't wait to see things heat up. Next episode. Yeah, my wand's up as well. I'm happy that all of Neville's dreams came true. I hope that Harry is a little more <laughs> direct and easy to read in their sexual experience than he was in this whole. Mm, you might be pre- hoping and wishing for a long time. <laughs> I just want Neville to have a really lovely experience. Yeah. Obviously, I want them both to have a great Right, not experience. to be distracted by like the celebrity because it seems like even though they're mm-hmm. friends, he's still like the Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, and anyone you had a crush on for a really long time is like a celebrity to you a little bit, you know? That's a good point. Right, they don't need to be truly celebrities. Yeah. Not all of like your crushes have put to them on this the pedestal, dark lord. right? Yeah. <laughs> all of mine have. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? This you is know so what? great. I'm going to say we, we actually don't have any songs coming up because our well is dry. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was down there looking for more songs. Uh, so if, if this inspires you so, <laughs> sing about it yeah. and send it in. And we can't wait to hear about it. So. Do, we have, do we have a genre or a I just era? think anything romantic about them strolling or something European or I don't know. Follow that. your heart, but give us rationale. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. right. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. And if you're a dong, you'll get a fun after blow where we're going to break this down a little more. And that'll be up on Friday. <laughs> Woo. Perfect. All right. Bye, guys. See ya.
For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoderoticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.